morning. It's 970 WAMD Aberdeen, and this is the Hartford Edge, keeping you on the cutting edge of what's new in Hartford County and beyond. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith with the Hartford County Public Library, and I'm here with Bob Mumby. The Hartford Edge is brought to you each week by your Hartford County Public Library. Today, we'll be speaking with Robert Bob Brown, Chair of the Hartford County Commission on Veterans Affairs. Good morning, Bob and Bob. Hey. Excuse me, that's Bob <laughs> Robert Mumby. <laughs> and he air quoted in case you didn't see or hear that. Good morning, Bob squared. folks. Uh, yes, I had a bird in the house, which is much worse than one in a hand, and much worse than two in the bush. So, <laughs> Is the bird out of the house? The bird is out of the house. How did you get the bird out of the house? I uh, opened, the, opened the door. Okay. Uh, in the kitchen, went into the den and approached him. He flew around me to get away from me. He saw the open window and he took off. Oh, so he was a smart bird. I like it. Unlike, you know, if we had a mirror, like, you ever hear Jer <laughs> yes. Jerry Seinfeld do that routine about my mother had a mirror in the dining room? I said, why do you have this whole wall as a mirror? She said, well, it creates the impression of another room. He said, no, it doesn't. No one... <laughs> I no one comes in here and says, "Oh, another room." And even if it did, well, why are you trying to fool me? That's not another room. Because but our bird used to fly into it, and I don't under, quite understand that. Because, oh, fine, he doesn't know the concept of mirror, but don't you think he tried to avoid the oncoming bird? You would think. <laughs> I think they want to battle the other bird. All righty. Well, let's. Uh, we'll just do our little observations of the day or annoyances. Feel free to, to uh, add in. Here's my annoyance of the week. I was at a reception, beautiful reception yesterday, for the Economic Development Advisory Board. Oh, good. And uh, I was up at Bully Rock. Bully Rock is beautiful. Um, right by me. Uh, yes, that's, that's right. Mm -hmm. It really, would, the, the, it, again, the fall. Sure. It was absolutely stunning scenery. So I was talking to a... Uh, a woman. Uh, another woman walks up, and joins the conversation, and we're talking for twenty seconds. I said, "By the way, do you two know each other?" Mm -hmm. Just trying to be polite, right? And they both laughed. No, we don't. And they, they knowingly laughed at each other like they've known each other forever. And I'm How like, "How are you supposed to know that?" First of all, you think you're that important that I I keep. A tab, a log of who who your who your acquaintances and friends are, and are why gonna... laugh at me? <laughs> right. Like you know, why make You're me the the, the butt of your sardonic <laughs> need to feel better about yourself? Anyway, now this one is more of a question, and maybe it's just, um, I don't know. It could be. I could be totally wrong here, but it seems to me when I pass a work crew on the road okay. that works for a government agency, there always seems to be seven workers, <laughs> <laughs> including two supervisors. Be careful. <laughs> when I pass one from what I perceive to be a private crew, there's only four workers. <laughs> Can somebody I will look have into to that? Observe, yes, I will get back to you on that. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, I hate the people that get annoyed at the work crews. I think we talked about yes, this before. We have. It happened again the other day. You know, the 
if they're working on a road and they have to close, they only can allow one lane of traffic through, so they alternate between letting cars going east mm -hmm. go. And, yep. and there's the two men or women that hold yep. the, sl the stop sign, and the other person on the side is slow, mm -hmm. and then they flip it around. Mm -hmm. And it was the morning again, and people were in a rush, and people are honking at the work crew. They're like it's their fault, like cursing at them. Right. And the guy right. standing there is holding a stop sign. Right. You know, he's going to be doing it when it's 10 below zero out. Right, right, right. And do you think he would, he's really making this choice? Anyway, and guess what? Okay. you got to do it to keep people safe. Because if you didn't, there'd be worse uproar. Right. Show respect for people in the jobs they do. Amen. Show respect. Okay. I love the Anything weather. Anything to add? I'm adding that what I love this What annoys you, Bob? Weather. Something was... You are a very even-keeled man. <laughs> and you've been in the Army, so you've seen a lot of challenges, and your training is to, okay, we just got to get the job done. Mm -hmm. We don't we don't have the luxury of getting annoyed or showing it. But something must annoy you in everyday life. I try to keep... Try to keep an even, an even. I know you really. You you succeed. Sometimes he's my yeah, compatriot get, here because I'm get like a, you. <laughs> you get annoyed, and it just he just ends up eating you up all day. So you try to <clears throat> try to keep keep an even keel. Yep, excellent advice, which I won't take, but I should because my insides are shot. <laughs> I, yes, really. I went to a movie last night with a friend, and it was a uh, there was just three of us in the theater. And the other person was very loud eating their popcorn. <laughs> they were so loud. And I don't know if it was because there was just three of us there. I just thought he could be Yeah, and they're quiet. smacking it in there. Yes. Were they eating digging candy? Digging in the bag. No, there was no candy. I was waiting for that. It was just, I was like, is he digging to China to get that popcorn? <laughs> and, and the person in front of you who, looking at their phone. There was nobody it, in front of it, us, but... And it's so bright. It's like, you know, it's like when the door opens yes. to the spaceship and yes. Close Encounters, yes. like... Yes. Yeah. That <laughs> and true. that is... Yeah. So you'll remember the popcorn, but not the movie. Exactly. Yeah. The movie was okay. And the Milk Dug guy. Oh, I know. I, I have a pet peeve about the Milk Dug guy. Guy who eats a box of Milk Duds. And invariably, <laughs> two of the Milk Duds... Had gotten softened and then rehardened, so they're stuck to the bottom of the box, and they're pounding it on their thigh, two inches from your ear. They never think to open up the other side and just take them out easily. You need to print up business cards to just. Fling okay, we're done. I feel better. Good. Good, good, good. And hopefully we've helped educate people. Absolutely. Don't make someone who's being social polite by introducing you feel like they're completely out of the joke. <laughs> and some people may not realize. They may not realize they're doing it. Okay. So it's a service we offer free of oh, charge. Right. <laughs> yes, indeed. And here's the doctor another is in. The doctor is in. Um, you guys ready for some trivia? Sure. Uh, oh. Bob Brown. See, I'm, I got two Bobs, so I have to distinguish. Bob Brown just made a sad face. He's going to do great. All right. All right. He did last time, if I recall. Question number one. 
Who was Ben Stein's first co-host on the TV game show Win Ben Stein's Money? You know it. No. God, Bob no, Mumby. No idea. Jimmy Kimmel. You're right. God, I thought That's for when, sure. when he was funny. I thought for sure I would get you on that one. What is the name of the former immigrant inspection station located in New York Harbor? What, Ellis Island? Yes, sir. All righty. Oh. Two for two. Yeah, yeah, you're on a roll. Published in 2009, which American writer wrote the science fiction novel Under the Dome? Got to get a library question in here. Published in 2009, which American writer wrote the science fiction novel Under the Dome? Um, initials? S.K. Stephen King? Yeah. Oh. oh. The only, I cheated because Le, Leslie was looking at us like, what cave have you been in? So I well, figured, because okay. I had the answer. No, it was like, okay, that made me think, okay, it's a household name. <clears throat> oh. Who played Tom Joad in the 1940 movie The Grapes of Wrath? Henry Fonda. Fonda. You kind of said it, Henry. Henry Fonda. <laughs> yes, amazing. That book was amazing. I'll be there, Ma. I'll be there, Ma. London Calling. This is a music one, Bob Mumby. London the, Calling. The Clash. <laughs> <laughs> Let me do the whole question Joe's, Joe's for Bob Brown. Yo, Joe's right. drummer. <laughs> London Calling was the third studio album released by which English rock band? The Clash. Okay. Switching to science. On the periodic table, HG is the symbol for what element? HG. Um. Yeah. Bob's making hand motions. Mercury. Yes. Mercury. <laughs> he was shaking a thermometer. <laughs> <laughs> a deficiency of what vitamin may lead to dry eyes and night blindness? It's A or K? K. A? Ah, A. A. Well, we phoned a friend. We did phone a friend. In baseball and softball, what do the initials RBI stand for? Run batted in. That's correct. Which and how leads about me to the, the Nats? I know. It's I amazing. Know. I know. Oh, one other thing that annoys me. What? I was at this reception and I DVR'd game two. Okay. Wednesday night. Okay. Because I wasn't going to be home. Okay. So this was last night. Okay. I said, by the way, because the talk came up, I said, I'm going to watch it when I get home. You hadn't, you didn't know this. I DVR'd it. So. Don't tell me. And one of the guys said, okay, well, I will tell you that the Nats did very well. Aww. Like, how could you do that? What is wrong with people? Right. And why isn't it RBI, not RBIs? I don't know. Good question. Bob, these things that you haven't even feel about. No, no, You're going to no, be up all night tonight. You're not going to be able to sleep. Just because of the yes. questions. That's it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> they do say it, and not yes. attorney generals. Yes. Yes. So why shouldn't it be runs batted in? Uh, Sergeant's major. 
Sergeant's Major. Gosh. Yeah. Now I'm going to be up all night. I'm thinking about those. Yeah. Do you know what o my OBE? Mm -mm. You know what OBE stands for. It's, it comes in handy so many times. Stops you from having to explain things uh, or say we don't have to discuss it anymore. But then people say, what's that mean? You have to discuss that. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. This conversation is not over. It's overtaken by events. Oh. Like it's moot. It's, you know. Okay. I, I was going to ask you this, and I needed to understand this, but now uh, we're not going to do that, so I don't need to know the whole drill or whatever. Okay. I might use that. That's a mil military term, right? I don't know about that. but Oh, I, really? I know. You know, my father used to tell me he was a Navy man. He goes, oh, that's all snafu'd. And I would say, what does that mean? He used to say, and I, till I was about 15, I thought, since situation normal, all fouled up. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty clever. And on a carrier in the Pacific in 1944, they didn't use the word fouled. No, they <laughs> didn't. They didn't. But bless your dad for trying to keep you straight, Bob. <clears throat> all right, the Canadian province of Quebec is bordered to the west by which other province? If you had a tario and you rested something, it would be Ontario. <laughs> I'm like, where is he going with this? No, I don't know what a tario is. Google it, folks. Right. Okay, this is a military term. What German term used in World War II translates to lightning war? Blitzkrieg. That's correct. Blitzkrieg. You guys did great. Bravo. Excellent. Good job. Excellent. You really did. You did. You we nailed say, it. If we say so ourselves. And you do. Well, actually, Bob is just yeah. not, is taking it in stride and not take, uh, making credit for it. We're going to do only old news today. Ooh. Because I don't like Are anything you feeling old? News. Oh, okay. You don't like current event news? No, not today. Okay. <clears throat> um, we're just going to talk about this day in history. And actually, Bob might know something about this. Uh, on this day, 165 years ago, members of the British Light Cavalry led a charge by mistake into the heart of the Russian Imperial Army. 110 soldiers died in the charge. 161 were injured and 475 horses were killed. British poet laureate Alfred Lord Tennyson wrote a poem about it. You know what the name of the poem is? The Charge of Light Brigade. Very good. Good job. Very good. Half a league, half a league, half a league onward. All in the valley of death rode the 600. With the famous... Someone had blundered. Theirs is not to make reply... Theirs is not to reason why. Theirs is but to do and die. Very interesting. Speaking of taking, you know, just having to do what you got to do. That's right. Uh, um, charge of the Light Brigade. And do you know that in 1884, first World Series, and I will give you $100 if you know. Oh, my gosh. I need $100. The two teams. Oh, Providence against the New York Mets of the American <laughs> Association. I would have gotten that, Bob. Give me a chance. Okay. Kidding. 
Rolling Stones appeared on Ed Sullivan for the first time 55 years ago, and they're still together. Wow. 1964. Yet the Beatles broke up 50 years ago. Wow. Paul was 26 when the Beatles broke up. Wow. With only 26. And had such a career ahead of him after the Beatles. I remember the day I did, I found out how old, um, who's the lead singer of the Rolling Stones? Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger is the same age as my dad. I was like, what? <laughs> my dad would never dance like that on stage. <laughs> well, and Ringo, oh, you know, Ringo sang when I was 64. He was 64 12 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and also, in a, does this make you feel old? Halloween, the movie? Yeah. The first oh, one, 19, 40 years ago, 1978. Oh my gosh, wow. are you kidding me? No. Wow. 1962 on this date, Adlai Stevenson, who was then U.S. ambassador to the U.N., demanded USSR Rep. Zorin answer his question regarding the Cuban missile bases, saying, I am prepared to wait for my answer until hell freezes over. Wow. And um, how would you like to be Otto Graham? He's in the NFL record books. Um, he's, o- he's only in a- the record books for one thing, it says here. I'm not sure. 1953, Cleveland Browns quarterback Otto Graham set a club, set a NFL record for most fumbles lost in a game. <laughs> how many does it four. say? He, he fumbled away the ball four times. Now, I'm sure others have done that, so that might be in a championship game or something like right. that. Right. <clears throat> Poor Otto. In 1923, the Senate committee published the first report on the Teapot Dome scandal, Warren G. Harding. And in 2013, okay. the first reports of the VA scandal, Obama's VA was letting veterans wait four months for primary care physician appointments. Did I say Obama? You did. What was his VA? And sanctimoniously told us he had taken care of it. Those are only two scandals. Then we have Nixon, the current guy. But the VA one annoys me more than anything. Doesn't it, you, Les? Has it happened? Is it still happening? Is it all fixed? Bob, speak speak to that. Uh, It's there's well, I, been a I lot of work I done. No, I can't speak for the VA, but the one thing that they, they have come out, and that as a Veterans Commission, what we talk to people about and we get them in touch with the, with the VA is there's the new Mission Act that allows veterans to seek care outside of the VA if their wait is long enough or their distance is long enough. So that has been significant. Um, one thing that I heard recently, in, in fact, is that um, the more people are going to the VA now in, in the VA Maryland system, they said they gained over 6,000 new patients this year. So wow. it's, it's, it's really, I would say, again, from, you know, from the Veterans Commission and talking with different people, it's, it's turned around significantly. And it, it's, not, Great. it's not that, you know, there were, I'm sure there were different circumstances there going into all that. But no, it's... Mm-hmm. it's there are, there are more and more people now getting care from the VA and from other outside agencies now, yes. Good. That's good they can go to outside agencies. Yeah, and a lot of it help. thanks to awareness campaigns mm-hmm. like the Resource Fair, Yeah. Um, which we'll talk about. And that's, that's a good time oh my God. Perfect to, go to, to go to break. 
uh, so we can get right into it. Yep, and when we come back, we'll be talking with Bob Brown, Chair of the Hartford County Commission on Veterans Affairs. Hartford County Public Library will host Dr. Mona Hanna Atisha, the 2019 One Maryland One Book author of What the Eyes Don't See, a story of crisis, resistance, and hope in an American city. On Tuesday, November the 5th at 7 p.m. at the Abington Library, the discussion will focus on Hanna Atisha's book, which chronicles her relentless pursuit to uncover the contamination of Flint, Michigan's drinking water, which would lead to her testifying in front of Congress. Her personal account reads like a scientific thriller as she vividly recounts the effects lead poisoning had on her young patients and the evidence she gathered to share with the world. This event is free and open to the public. Advanced registration at hcplonline.org is suggested. In addition, 17 book discussion programs will be held at libraries and other locations throughout Harford County through Wednesday, November the 13th. For times and locations, visit hcplonline.org or pick up a copy of Headlines and Happenings at any Harford County public library. One Maryland, One Book is a program of Maryland Humanities and is offered in Harford County by Harford County Public Library in partnership with Harford Community College Library. Welcome back. I'm co-host Leslie Greenlee-Smith with the Harford County Public Library and I'm here with Bob Mumby and this is the Harford Edge. We're delighted today to have Robert Bob Brown, Chair of the Harford County Commission on Veterans Affairs, in the studio with us today. Robert Bob Brown, I'm going to stop saying it that way, <laughs> is the chair of the, which do you prefer, Robert or Bob? Bob. All right. Bob Brown is the chair of the Hartford County Commission on Veterans Affairs. The Veterans Commission consists of 13 volunteer members appointed by the Hartford County Executive Barry Glassman. Bob has 23 years of active duty service in the Army as a field artillery officer, retiring at the rank of Lieutenant Colonel. His Army assignments have taken him to locations in Germany, Korea, Central America, and Japan, as well as posts in the United States. After retiring from the Army, Bob has worked in various training, logistics, and program management jobs within and outside the federal government. In addition to the work with the Hartford County Council on Veteran Affairs, he is also a lifetime member of Disabled American Veterans and member of the American Legion, Association of the United States Army, and the Military Officers Association of America. Welcome, Bob, and thanks for coming in today. Thank you very much for having me. Of course. And thank you for what you do. Absolutely. Your service uh, to our nation and uh, and what you've done since then mm -hmm. um, for, for this beautiful cause, uh, supporting and getting the right resources in front of our brave men and women who have... Um, done the ultimate for us. So thank you very much. Uh, Bob Brown, uh, are you a Hartford County person? Where are you from originally? Originally from uh, Illinois, outside of Chicago. Aww. Okay. And then once I got in the military, it was kind of all over the place <laughs> after that. <laughs> and uh, what, what made you um, uh, end up in the military? Is that something that was a calling for you or... Um, actually, it was the, one of the main reasons was that away was away for uh, to pay for college. At the time, mm -hmm. my parents couldn't pay for it, and uh, the military has been very good mm -hmm. with that. And at the time, I was kind of reluctant, but now, I mean, what a what a fantastic opportunity to you know, to serve and also to to other meet other people, go around the world. And so mm -hmm. I've really really been been blessed that uh, for the time I've spent in the military. 
And uh, how did you end up um, back in Hartford? My, one of my last assignments uh, was working, training uh, the reserve forces command general staff college. And so I had my region was the, the East Coast and, and Germany. So I would, I was here close to BWI, so I could travel up and down the, the East mm -hmm. Coast and do that. Okay. And how did the uh, Hartford County Commission on Veteran Affairs find you? Or how did you find it? Well, uh, Jim McMahon, Captain Jim ah. McMahon found me. Found me. And uh, I worked a lot with the, with the Boy Scouts and with Eagle Scouts. And it was, it was at an Eagle Scout ceremony. And Captain Jim was there and said uh, one of the things that he did was he said, well, all of the veterans, please stand up. And he looked at me and, he, and afterwards he kind of grabbed me and said, I got an idea. I got, I got something going on. And it kind of went, it went from there. Right. In the inimitable Captain Jim. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> He's the landlord here. He owns this land and building. I, I can imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> he is very, very active. I mean, I, I can't, can't say enough for all that Captain Jim has done for, for veterans. Well, as uh, his, uh, he always says he has a, he has a, a, a face and a voice for radio, <laughs> and he had a, a long-standing show in this very building, and. Um, uh, I, I, uh, uh, Chad Schroeds and Joe Woods, two councilmen who now have uh, the big shoes to fill of reading into the record all of the bills and legislation that was formally done for 12 years by uh, Captain Jim. <laughs> it's like, okay, Bob, Mumby, you do it. Lawrence Olivier did it for 12 years. Now you do it. <laughs> So tell us about the uh, Hartford County Commission on Veterans Affairs. It is a, uh, in, it is uh, under the auspices of the county executive. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. Um, county executive Barry Glassman was back in 2015. Decided that at that point he wanted to put more emphasis and more service to veterans. And my understanding is he went to Captain Jim and said, you know, "We need to stand up an organization that's truly going to help veterans within Hartford County." There was a Veterans Commission before that. But he wanted just to kind of put a different twist to it. Uh, and what the Veterans Commission is now, there are 13 members, all volunteers, we're all volunteers, and they're from different specialties. So we have members of different veteran service organizations, but other than that, we also have people who work for the county, people who work for the federal government. We have uh, someone who's a lawyer at the, at the Pentagon, uh, people who can reach out to different places to different people and get assistance. Not that our lawyer does lawyer work and not that somebody who may work for the VA does that for them or does benefits, but we're a diverse enough group that we can go into different organizations when somebody calls for help or sends an email or shows up on the Facebook page for help, we can go out and make those con contacts very quickly. And that's been one thing that um, has really been to our benefit and I'm proud to say is that when we get a request for help it's not like we'll get back to you in a week or so we normally get back within that day we try to find assistance and research that within that day mm -hmm. so let's stop for a second there if a veteran or a friend or family member of veterans out there listening and they have questions or requests uh, for some direction or assistance or information what do they do well, there's, within the, the county website, there's a link that goes to the, to the Veterans Commission, so they can go on to the Veterans Commission that way. There's also, and, and request 
help there. There's uh, also, we have a Facebook page, which we do get requests through that, and that's also, the, the link to that is off of the, the, the county uh, website there as well. And then um, our liaison, one of the 13 members is uh, with our, our, our liaison, so you can call that number of, uh, and that's 410-638-4109 and extension 1813. And that will get you into the, the county council and that, that voicemail box and someone will answer that and then get the message that will go to one of our members. And then okay, we'll, we'll and that's Councilman there. Johnson, Andre Johnson from yeah, District Councilman A. Andre, Andre Johnson is. Or Rachel, I think. Uh, uh, and Ra Rachel Peterson is the Peterson is the one who gets gets those, and then we'll answer and we'll come to this. <coughs> great, that's great work. And um, give us an example. Give us, I mean, first of all, there are so many veterans in this county. It always astounds me to hear the numbers, and. Uh, historically, many of them did not seek assistance, uh, did not seek out the resources, didn't know, know what they were, and for a lot of different reasons, they may not be in a position uh, to, to, to have that information. So just give us examples of what a veteran uh, can get assistance in. Um, could be life-changing in so many ways. And and. And that's it's really a good question because we get um, requests kind of across the, the gamut from landlord issues to uh, a lot of them come up as claims and housing. We do get a lot of people say, you know, I've got, I've got a claim in, I can't get a response, I don't know where to turn, uh, as well as what, what you just alluded to as far as people who are new to the Harford County or just coming out of the military saying, you know, now I don't know what to do in the military. A lot of us take, I, I knew where to go. I knew the office. I knew it was right there. Where do I go now? And there's a lot of mis, you know, misinformation out there as, as well with different organizations. So um, what we will do with the, with the, when someone says I've got a claim or I need to know what to do, we'll put them in touch with an expert who can sit down with them and go through and look at their situation and take them all the way through that, that claim and, and help them out. And we've had people come back and say, wow, this is fantastic. Um, and even the VA right now recommends that people don't, you know, don't try to put the, the claim in yourself. Because like anything else, there are some words you need to know. There's some things you need to do. And these organizations that we have contact with on a daily basis and that are going to be at the resource fair, oh, they're also there as well, that they can help somebody really get, instead of just going in, because once that claim, if that claim is rejected or doesn't go through it all the way, the appeal process can take some time. So our thing is get it right the first time. Mm -hmm. The VA has done a fantastic job with simplifying forms, which helps everybody out, but still you need, you know, it's like having a very complicated tax return and trying to do it yourself and hoping you get it right. right. You, know, you, don't, you don't want that to happen. Fantastic. Um, and do, what are the numbers, Bob? Are you aware? Did I hear there was over twenty thousand? Well, it's it's um, the last number that I heard was nineteen thousand four hundred, and that that number you know, will, will fluctuate. Veterans in Harford County, yes. Okay. Wow. Now that, is, that that data is about a year a year old. The last time that I've got the census, so it may have gone up up from there as the Harford County population goes up. 
and which when you consider the adult population of Harford County, that's close to it's over fifteen percent. Yeah, of the adult population. Um, so uh, the Veterans Resource Fair, not, uh, November 9th, which please don't tell me that that's two weeks from tomorrow. <laughs> it was August last week. I know. <laughs> I feel like we just talked about July 4th. I know. I, feel, I remember last year when uh, General Taylor was up on the balcony. Yeah. And, yes. Uh, what a beautiful yes. moment that was. So this is the fourth annual, I believe. Yes, it's the fourth, the fourth annual one. Um, I happen to know many of the plans because they're discussed at the breakfast table. <laughs> <laughs> My wife is, uh, uh, for those who don't know, is uh, head of public community and governmental governmental relations for the county and the PIO. So this is one of her most favorite things to work with Bob and the and the team. Um, to make this, uh, make the most out of this, and they've, you've all done such a great job. Um, it's just beautiful. So November 9th at the Bel Air Armory. Uh, what uh, the the times? I don't have. Is that ten to ten, ten to one? Ten to one. Ten to one. Okay. And the Bel Air Armory is right on Main Street in Bel Air. <clears throat> and um, the theme of this year's fair is the Year of the Veteran, as declared by Maryland Governor Larry Hogan. Uh, it'll be it'll begin with a brief ceremony, including music from the C. Milton Wright Pep Band, a fantastic ensemble, and a tribute to uh, Civil War soldier Sergeant Alfred Hinton, Hilton, Hartford County's only Medal of Honor recipient. Oh, that's great! You're starting with that. Yeah, so we're really, really happy we've been in contact with the, with the family, and uh, I think it's a great way with the year of the veteran. He's the only you know, home, homegrown, homeborn Medal of Honor winner. Um, that was from the Civil War Battle mm -hmm. of uh, Chaffin's Farm, where he was mortally wounded on September 29th, 1864. So it, uh, for carrying the flight, it's a great, great story. You know, people looked that up on the web, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but it's a... We're really proud of this and being able to do this to honor mm -hmm. honor him and his family. And uh, just to be beautiful and poetic that he was an African American um, <clears throat> soldier, uh, and uh, the great work that's being done by um, the African American uh, history project of Harford County, the folks mm -hmm. at Campaign Forty Two do mm -hmm. a great thing. Uh, they're the folks also behind. Uh, June uh, Juneteenth <clears throat> and the museum so beautiful thing uh, and it starts at 10 yes okay 35 organizations will be there can you talk to us about them yes and this is um, there's 30 35 organizations kind of across a wide breadth of different things we have the benefits basically broken down in benefits, employment, therapy, education, and services. And with the benefits we have, the VA Maryland Healthcare System will be there. Um, there, they'll talk about how to enroll in healthcare. And a lot of veterans don't know they're eligible for VA healthcare. They don't realize that, so they can help out right there. The benefits people will be there to talk about benefits. We'll also have Maryland VA to talk about their the benefits. So and other veteran service organizations. We have a small employment. It's not the main purpose, but the Susquehanna Workforce Network is going to be there okay. to talk about that. So they're very good, as well as Walmart and Home Depot, who are you know, really mm -hmm. in the forefront of hiring, hiring veterans. 
One thing, and we say this is for veterans and their family members, and you know, a lot of times you say, well, you know, it's a Saturday, I've got this with the kids and that with the kids. Bring the kids out. Um, one thing is um, there is free lunch provided by, from Mission Barbecue, provided by, the, uh, by uh, Barry Glassman, the county executive, and so that's always a draw. But in addition to that, we have the Chesapeake, uh, Chesapeake rather, therapeutic riding. And last oh. year they brought up a, a pony, a pony right inside the armory. Buttons. So buttons. Buttons. Are, the buttons are, we don't we know if buttons. we're going to get buttons this year. But then also we, um, in the past, we have dogs in there. So they, it was great for the kids. There's things to do in there. Sure. Um, with the therapy. We have the, one thing we do also have is a vet centers. Our vet centers and they are part of the VA, but they're outside, which because we found sometimes what veterans like to do is maybe not go to the, the big VA, but go to a vet center. These are for people returning, you know, from the uh, Middle, East, Middle Eastern wars. They're very good there for education. Hartford Community College, again, they have a fantastic uh, veterans group there, and they'll be there to talk about what they can do, Habit, Habitat for Humanity, uh, Chesapeake Health Education Program. The library is mm -hmm. going to be there, yep. of course, yep. with the virtual reality, and that's always great, too, mm -hmm. for the whole family to get. I, mean, I like going in there and even that virtual reality that mm -hmm. they have. That's fantastic. And we have a really strong veterans book club. And a, and a book club, yes. That we yes. partner oh. with Maryland Humanities. Yes, and that's that's great. I've mm -hmm. not been able to make the cut list yet to get I on know, that, but it's waiting uh, standing room only, but that's yes, always is. great. Oh, what, the book club? It is. It <clears> is. Oh, just, and, uh, <laughs> And then and the different services with Maryland County Health and Maryland County. So what, what we try to do, because, again, we, we talked about earlier here, is that not just um, there's the federal side of things, there's also the state side, there's the local side, and there's a private. So there are all of these, what the Veterans Commission can do is link all of these together so we're not you know, saying, okay, this is all we represent our one organization. Mm -hmm. We can go across, across the gamut and help, based upon what that veteran needs, help them out. And, it's, and uh, what is the uh, admission? Admission is free. Ah, uh -huh. excellent, wow. excellent. Um, and <clears throat> it's also, it's a great opportunity for veterans to commune with other veterans. Yes, um, I'm glad you brought that up. One thing we, we do, and, and uh, I saw this at another place, I said, let's try this, and it, and it works great. We've got a great big map of the of the world. We put that up right near the entrance and we tell veterans put a pin one place where you were stationed and it's really interesting to see a couple people and I'll say particularly I'm Army but particularly the Navy people will put a dot somewhere in the middle of the Pacific Ocean someplace and somebody else will walk up and they'll say you were there well, I was there too when you know so that it kind of starts that conversation Very so we cool. do have that that people it's a place for the veterans can, to kind of come together and talk with other veterans and maybe, you know, they can say, well, I had this issue and these are the guys that helped me out. Let me take you over here. And we've had people that were from brand new, you know, military, just got, you know, just enlisted, just came into the military mm -hmm. to we've had World War II veterans that have mm -hmm. shown up and Korean War veterans that have been there. So it's, yeah, it's open to everybody and again, family members as well to come in because sometimes it's the spouse that says, you know, my husband couldn't make it, but these are some things, what, what can we do? How can you give me help for this? And then we'll, we'll provide that assistance. And there's a lot of stories where a spouse or a family member did mm -hmm. come because the, you know, it's a, it can be an incredible emotional burden being a veteran based upon experiences they may have had. Mm -hmm. um, uh, 
they may be a bit skeptical. Um, they may be uh, uncomfortable asking for help or receiving help. Um, and I imagine to meet another veteran, a peer, someone who's been down the same road you've been, and to talk to them about how they've their life has been improved by these services and resources, that can save someone else's life, can save that other veteran's life in so many ways. So that's, folks, if you have someone in your family who's a veteran, um, and they, they can't, as Bob said, they can't make it that day, head over there. And you said it could be active. Yeah, we do have some, because some active duty will show up and say, I'm, you know, I'm going to either retire or you know, I'm getting out of the, the military here soon. So what are those things that I can expect as a veteran? Mm -hmm. What are some of those? Because I don't just personally in talking with, we have one member of our commission that works with directly with Aberdeen Proving Ground and with people getting out. Uh, and he says, don't realize it. You're, some people are so anxious to start that civilian life. And then you walk out the door you say, well, what now? Or I didn't realize I was eligible for this, and mm -hmm. I didn't realize I had this. So that's what we could connect people and do. So there's the active duty people coming on, sure, you know, come on by. And that's great. I, I guess one of the, still one of the biggest challenges is to make sure as many veterans as possible are aware of this. Yes. Um, speak to that. What can folks do? They can just, if they know a veteran, just check and make sure they know about this resource fair. You know, that, that's the main thing. We're trying to, you know, trying to spread the word um, across Harford County because we hear that afterwards and people say, I didn't know you, you did this. I didn't know that this was available to us. Uh, I, will, I think we're still one of the, we have one of the largest participations. Last year we had, we're, by people who signed in, some people didn't want to sign in, you know, over 200, 300 people that came that's through, which is, which is fantastic. Mm -hmm. you know, wow. The number of people that are coming through. Um, so the, the, just uh, we're trying to spread the word, and as you mentioned, with the county and the public affairs people there, just do an unbelievably fantastic job getting the word out, putting banners out. Um, we will continue to do that. We put it on our Facebook page. We link it. The VA has helped. They put it out on their page. The uh, Maryland VA puts it out. VFW, all the different organizations mm -hmm. put it up because, again, it, it helps kind of that whole network of the, the mm -hmm. brotherhood of, of and sisterhood of, of veterans out there. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there a prize maybe that folks can uh, <laughs> Yes, uh, we, we do have a 70-inch TV as our grand prize, and that will be given away. And we'll, we normally do that around 1230. So when people come in, they will get, uh, when the veterans come in, they will get a, a raffle ticket. Now the, um, the, the TV will go to a, a veteran we do, or a family member, but we, we, that comes in. Uh, and throughout the the uh, event, we will be raffling off various prizes. And these, um, last year we had a, a fire pit, we had different smaller TVs, mm -hmm. we had we had quite a, you know, books, all kinds of things that people could win throughout the throughout the event. Nice. And APG FCU uh, yes, donated uh, the yeah. TV. APG FCU, thank Our you very much. They great donated. Great community partner. Yes, they donated the, uh, the, the TV slats. We're happy for that. Mm -hmm. And Mm-hmm. Yep. 
And as well, we also have some other for the food. Um, in, the, in the past, working on this, uh, Looney's has helped us out with some food. We've had uh, Chili's has donated some food and some of the other, and we'll, we'll publicize them as well. Home Depot only donates water. So a lot of the local businesses are really involved. Chamber of Commerce gets involved, so there a lot of local businesses get involved with That's providing wonderful. things. Uh, Linus Club brings, uh, brings cookies for everybody. So it's, you know, there's a... It's a great community event. I'd say mm -hmm. this is something, if you can stop by for three hours, great, but if you can stop by for 10 minutes and pick mm -hmm. some stuff up and get some information, you know, that's fantastic as well. And Mission Barbecue is a veteran-owned yeah. uh, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, company, is it not? I, I think originally they were, and some of them that were, I, I know the, I don't know, I can't swear by the, the, the local one, that we used out of, I think Parkville, we used them out of there, but uh, I think that was the original concept. They're definitely for veterans. On Veterans Day, they give away meals. I mean, they're, again, it's a fantastic, another fantastic group that, uh, in business that provides a lot of us, and they, they help us set up. They're gonna bring their, um, they have a, a deuce and a half that they will park right out in front, um, and we'll put a sign on that so people, you can't miss it. When you're driving down Main Street, you cannot miss it because you're gonna have to go around that deuce and a half to get by. Is that like a giant? It's like a truck, big okay. truck. Yeah. Big I'm a truck, vegetarian, so like I don't eat. No. <laughs> well, but my husband is meat. He sells meat for a living. Well, so. they grill some, up, well, <laughs> some asparagus for you. Now, the Mission Barbecue is going to bring macaroni and cheese oh, because I for the kids, that. you know, That's for the right. kids. So we'll have. That's right. That was a. In fact, that was our big. Um, we ran out, I think, last year of mac and cheese. Oh, mac the, and cheese is awesome. You know. Everybody likes that. Meat eaters and non-meat eaters alike. <laughs> that, and that relates to one of the tweet, quick tweets we're going to do. Okay. So. Okay. <laughs> um, so that's great. And uh, who else? Anyone else? I know putting you on the spot because you're going to forget someone, but um, who do you give want to give a shout out to as far as helping to make this possible? Um, or as Yogi Berra said, I'd like to everyone who made this evening necessary. I can oh. thank everyone who made this evening necessary. Oh, there, there, are, there are a lot of, lot, lot of people. Um, I, Pam Silcox has really kind of picked up the mantle of, and she coordinates all the, all the vendors and she just does a, a fantastic a job, job there. Yeah, yep. it's a, it's a big job and, um, her email is constantly going back and forth. So, you know, Pam does that. Uh, Hayden Anthony coordinates all the logistics. Um, with the armory, make sure all of that is is set, and so he's there in the county. He can go back and forth, and so it's great. All of, everything that that he does. And, and Hayden is the vice chairman of Hayden, the Hayden is the vice, is the vice commission. So he does does that. Um, Jennifer Button this year is putting together the program. So we're you know from the from library, library from the library yep. helping us helping us out well, there. Well, Ken's mom has a little. Has a little bit to do with this whole effort <laughs> over the years, doesn't she? Yes, as a former, uh, well, now currently legislative aide, but before mm -hmm. a legislative aide to uh, Captain Jim, mm -hmm. yeah, she was the central point of contact. That's Debbie Button. Then, Debbie Button. And then uh, Lisa, Lisa Brown, my my wife, she's doing the food, the Mission Barbecue, and organizing and getting all of that that set up there. And but then and then of course Cindy, Cindy Mumby is our really our, our go-to person who has provided us the. Uh, I'll say adult leadership, but provide us <laughs> as far as marketing. You know, marketing. She provides me adult leadership <laughs> for say, thirty-two she years. She tries. She tries. For, um, next thirty-two years. Next Friday. Oh my gosh! Wow. Congratulations. Congratulations. But uh, as far as you know, marketing and getting the word out, because that was initially 
um, before Cindy joined our team, so to speak, the, the first year, we had probably about 70 people. And um, so we said, we need to, how do we get the word out? And then, you know, when Cindy said, hey, I, I can help you spread the word, I've got the, can do the, can write up the, uh, the different ads, I can put out the news bulletins, I can, I can put these out. You know, it was, it, it's been kind of a, 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 was a challenge. When I first came on board, we talked about this resource fair and we had one of the former members say, come up and, and tell us it's gonna fail. When I, was in the, when I was there as a member of the commission, we only had 15 people, nobody wanted to go, it's gonna fail. I guarantee you that. So that's been kind of our, our challenge. That's all you had to hear, that's right? right. That, 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 that's all I said, right. okay, it is not gonna fail. Right. Is, no, we've got, so those, and again, um, as far as other people we've, uh, within the commission, I could you know, go down and name all the different people. Those are the main people who've been on the, like the subcommittee who have worked on this thing. So my you know, hat's off to them. That's fantastic. And Great hats team. off to uh, Mr. Glassman and his whole administration. Um, if, uh, you know, Captain Jim would always say that, you know, he'd go to Barry and and Barry always had an Air Force. Uh, mm -hmm. always had the Air Force. And frankly, Barry, I think, knew that Jim was never going to take his, <laughs> his unclump his teeth from Barry's, <laughs> Barry's shin on this. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, I mean, it's really been, I, I've, I've been amazed at the support from um, you know, Mr. Glassman and the whole really administration up there that have said, anytime we've gone and said, we want to do this, or we need a little bit of funding for, because we do not have a budget, but they have said, they'll, they'll support us. And uh, again, Mr. Glassman, Barry Glassman is just, I mean, what more, he's always saying, what more can we do for veterans in this county? What else can we do? How can we reach out? What types of things do we need? How can we make this happen? So that's just refreshing. It's fantastic. And I will say not all the other counties have that. Uh, very, because we get calls from other counties saying, my county can't help me. Can you? And this is other counties in Maryland. Right. Are calling us saying, how can you help? Because... I can't get anything out of our county. Gosh. So yeah, we're shame. very glad to have that. Yep. Good for us. Good for Barry. Fantastic. Bob Brown, um, just thank you so much. And uh, folks, if you know veterans, know family members of veterans, just make sure they know about this Veterans Resource Fair, uh, November 2nd. Um, November 9th. Uh, November 9th. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, see, I'm rushing it. November 9th. The, at the library Ballet gala Armory. is November 2nd. That's what uh, you were thinking. I better get my tickets. <laughs> yeah, um, right. <laughs> so uh, we we do have to wrap up. I want to do two sweets for Leslie. And uh, then that'll wrap it up. I got a couple library things. Oh, that's right. Yes. Go ahead. All right. I love this part. <laughs> we are busy this next week upcoming celebrating fall and Halloween. Um for uh, this upcoming Saturday, if you stop by our brand newly renovated, Abbe renovated Abingdon Library, it's easy for me to say, um, from 10.30 to 11.15 and 2 to 2.45, you can wear your costume and visit our fall extravaganza with stories, games, and music, and that's at our Abingdon Library. And then at our Abingdon, Aberdeen and Joppa Library on actual Halloween, October 31st, Library hours. Um, stop by in your costume and get treats. And then this is on Saturday, the 26th, at our Whiteford Library. It's a candy pumpkin chunkin contest. So we're going to use the candy pumpkins. 
and we're going to do a pumpkin chunking contest. Um, so it's a little stem, little stem happening <laughs> there. Um, a little fun, a little Halloween. And that is grades K through 5 from 2 to 3 at the Whiteford Library. And the gal is coming up on November Amazing. 2nd. And Leslie has, her hair is a beautiful chestnut. Thank you. Is chestnut? Yes. Is it chestnut? I am no longer a blonde. <clears throat> Beautiful. I was a brunette, then I was a blonde for about 18 months, and I never got used to it. So back to just, my natural It, it even sounds great, chestnut. It it's good for this time of year. Yes. Thank you for noticing. I was, was wondering if you were going to. It is lovely. Thank you. So we're going to do a few quick, and then we're going to, we have to get out of here. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if it's appropriate, but it's hilarious. Oh, gosh. It always makes me nervous. <laughs> male, male wolf. I can't do this. Female wolf. Just focus on me, babe. David Attenborough, and the male mounts the female. Male wolf, he's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Yesterday at Target, the cashier said, your receipt is in, the is in the bag, sir. And I responded with, you too. So I've been dealing with that for the past 18 hours. <laughs> and here's the one on, uh, I mentioned me. Hi, I'd like to schedule an exorcism for my husband. Priest, what makes you think he's possessed? me he forgets to eat on a regular basis priest well that's not really me he also doesn't care for cheese priest grabs largest crucifix let's do this <laughs> <laughs> and here's our from our friend okay am i the most attractive woman out there of course not but do i have a good personality well no <laughs> but do i wake up every day and try to be the best person that i can be also no <laughs> That's a great one. <laughs> we have a few favors. And the last one from our male, one of our male favorites. You say stalker, I say excellent research skills. Oh, also your driver's site, dryer cycle just buzzed. <laughs> oh, creepy, <laughs> creepy. All right, kids, that's all the time we have for Hartford Edge this week. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next week.